All right, baby boys, we are back. This is episode five, I believe. I think we've done enough now where I'm losing count a little bit. Sean McGeehan and the boys are here for another episode of Cellar Dwellers. I'll tell you what, today, boys, I'm a little tired, actually. I don't know why. I haven't really been doing anything, but a little under the little low, low energy for me today. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm all right. I start back at work tomorrow, so I'm officially an essential worker. This is the, yeah. the golf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The golf course opened up on Monday or May 1st, so I'll be back working tomorrow. But I'm going to be so bored. Like, all we're going to be doing is desanitizing – or san- not desanitizing, sanitizing the golf carts after golfers use them. Like, it's all, they're only letting one golfer per golf cart. They're not allowed to have coolers on them or, like, divot bottles that they can pick up and fill in. They're really just getting in the carts, going, leaving the carts at the 18th green. And then we have to go pick them up and clean them off. So you don't like? How do you do? You get like you, you you're caddy, right? Typical. No, I don't. I don't caddy. Uh, at my course, we have we're called the outside staff. So we just like when members come in, we usually go greet them, take their bags for them, clean their bags off. You know, doing all the dirty bitch work. Are caddies there though? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're how all do they make there. any money then? How do they make money? They get like we don't get tips. We get. We're hourly, and then we get gratuity. So, like, every golfer that comes in, there's a $10 charge for them per person. And then that gets grouped up, and that's split amongst whoever's outside with me. I think what, I think what Sean's saying is, though, that, like, because you can only have one person per oh, golf cart, stuff, oh, like, how do yeah. they, what do they do? I don't, I don't think there are going to be caddies yet. Yeah, because uh, Gallagher, our buddy who's a caddy, just was informed yesterday that caddies aren't going out of his course this season. Okay, yeah, so I don't think – yeah, I don't think they are they are doing caddies, at least yet. Okay. so I, well, We're actually going to go caddy with Gallagher this summer to make some money, but I guess I'm chalking that one up <laughs> as now. How about you? Yeah, I was out golfing yesterday, and it was, it was pretty weird. Like, I never realized how essential uh, ball washers are. Luckily, uh, I wasn't losing many balls. I think I only lost one yesterday, which is record-breaking for me. That's a great round of golf. But <laughs> – it was like kind of wet and like the balls just kept getting so dirty. And I was just like using my bare hand to like wipe them off because all the ball cleaners, you can't use them. Not I, didn't know you golf, Nick. I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm not good, but I, <laughs> I attempt to every once in a while. It's a great time. I've never, I've mean, I've been to the driving range, but never actually have I done a proper round of golf. I'm too impatient. Number one. And number two, anytime I go to the driving range, I can barely hit it. So I've just never even tried to. <laughs> Yeah, me and Parker get after it sometimes. Yeah, I know Parker golfs a little bit. Parker, are you any good? No, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we hang out. That's why we go together. <laughs> I should join you then. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll add to the bunch. We'll be like the people holding up the whole course. Yeah. Have you guys seen anything in the news this week? Anything caught your eye? South Korean baseball started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that, though. No, I haven't I, either. But, I mean, it started. Like, that's pretty exciting. Isn't Aren't the games at, like – 12 a.m. Like, aren't they all like? Yeah, I mean, the time yeah. is just fucking wicked. Yeah, they're way too late, and I saw people were staying up to like three or four in the morning to watch it, and I was like, "You wouldn't know." I'm just not doing that. I don't even watch baseball when it's on at 7 p.m. here. Right, that's what I told Pat the other day. I'll watch playoff baseball, and I'll throw the Phillies on if there's nothing else to watch, but. I could not get myself to stay up to watch North Korean baseball just because – or South Korean baseball South <laughs> just because yeah. there's no sports going on. I had yeah, North Korea. Any, 
I had North Korea on my mind because the whole Kim Jong Un <laughs> debacle mystery if he's alive or not. But anyway, stick with the baseball topic. Stick with that's much easier for us to talk about. Yeah, like I like with baseball, I love following the Phillies games on my phone. And then when I see like Harper's coming up, Hoskins is coming up, Real Muto's coming up, like those guys, like I'll tune in. But like I have no interest in watching them play defense unless like Aaron Nola's pitching. Yeah, I like um, to watch Nola pitch. And I have no interest in like, especially the last couple of years, like watching the bottom of their lineup hit. This year might be a little different though if they ever come back. It's looking pretty deep, but uh, I saw July, I think. Right, we'll get we'll get to all that kind of stuff a bit later, but yeah. I tell you why I haven't been like golfing or anything, but uh, a couple of weeks ago we talked about video games and what video games you're playing. Warzone got brought up. I'm back on the Warzone train. I, I took a hiatus because that game is I couldn't keep up with everyone. Everyone was so good. But as you guys know, Parker plays religious, not religiously, but he plays a good bit every you know? once in a while, like yeah. at least like a couple times a week. Yeah, he's pretty good too. So I've been studying his film, and I said, I think I can – I think I got this down now. Because I – like I said, I'm not patient. So I just always rush everyone, and then I just get lit up. And the key in that game, just you got to be patient. I come back. I update it. It takes ages to update the game. And I first game back, seven kills, fifth place in Warzone. I got so close. I thought for sure I was going to win because there was a couple times I probably should have been dead, and I pulled off a miracle, and I was like, it's written in the stars for me to win this game. And I just got a bad ring at the end. But I'm back. I'm back. And I think I'm going to start a Twitch channel. We'll do a whole Twitch channel for the Cellar Dwellers, and we'll all stream every time we game. And if we get any wins, it's going right up on the social media. Yeah, we need to squad up sometime, Duke, some, some quads. I think I've played, like, every single night except – like the night before my final, but the past week and a half, which isn't popping on playing quads. I have gotten like probably four, four wins in squads. Not all of us dude. are not lucky, buddy. Oh yeah. No, I usually suck at COD games too. Like this is the only COD game and I'm still not good. Like I haven't done the multiplayer cause I don't have it, but Warzone, my, my KD is like a 0.8, I think. So I'm getting carried most of the time. Hey, that's but probably. I'd be probably just, I feel like I'm in stuff. war. It's so. It's like my. It's one of my favorite games that's come out in the past couple of years. Yeah, I gotta get an external hard drive to re-download that, dude. It was taking up way too much <laughs> space on my system. It's the crazy. Games now are huge, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can only fit three games on my PS4 at once. I had to delete it's my Road to the Show <laughs> player. That was a Hall of Famer. I had 260 <laughs> home runs last year on rookie. <laughs> <laughs> that is devastating, Zane. Because we all live vicariously through those people, right? I mean, that's what I would have done if I would have made it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You had an injury in eighth grade. It cost you your career. Um, let's get back to the, what Kyle was saying about golf reopening. A couple states are reopening, fellas. Florida, slowly reopening. Texas, slowly reopening. I'm starting to think that sports are going to happen maybe – sooner than i expected i was optimistic i said i think i think i maybe i maybe even said june last week or two weeks ago but then it's starting to seem like it wasn't going to happen until maybe the end of summer but now these states are reopening i think california Kyle's look i was choking <laughs> oh, the podcast. I that do just it. went down the wrong pipe <laughs> holy shit <laughs> oh my god okay. so, let, me, let me get this train back on the rails so it seems like things are going back, um, and they're slowly reopening, and we might even get sports. We're even getting sports this weekend. My sport, UFC, it's coming back. They're having three events in a week in Florida. So I think probably 
mid-summer, we're going to start to see things reopen. We've had this talk a million times, but it keeps changing and no one really knows what's going on. But I'm starting to think mid-summer, no fans will be good to go, and at least certain, at least certain states. Oh, Sean, did you see, uh, speaking of UFC, that Dana White said McG- Connor wants to fight in June? I saw that. Saw, uh, Who does he want to fight? He wants to do Fight Island, I yeah. saw, right? Yeah, he wants to do Fight Island. Yeah. I don't know. He, uh, Dana White said with like a smirk on his face that they haven't discussed a possible opponent yet. But apparently, the guy who was interviewing him, Robbie Fox from Barstool, said, is it Masvidal? And like he had the smirk on him. was like, we haven't discussed a possible opponent. So it That'd might be, be great. Masvidal on Fight Island. Here's the thing. I'll explain that logic. So, Connor and Khabib, that's the rematch everyone wants to see. That's the rematch Dana wants. It's the rematch Connor wants. Khabib was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson, and then the whole corona ended that. But now Khabib is out till September for Ramadan. Connor McGregor said he wanted to fight three times this year. He wanted to have a season. Now, he fought in January against Cowboy. But he's not going to wait until September to fight Khabib. Jorge Masvidal is in line to fight the welterweight champion. Welterweight's 170 pounds. Kamaru Usman. That fight looked like it was supposed to happen. And it was pretty much written in the stars. That was the next fight for the championship at 170. All of a sudden, that fight just randomly, it's off the cards. No explanation given. No reasoning whatsoever. It's just off the cards. And now there's talk about Conor McGregor coming back in June or July, whatever it was. But we don't know who his opponent would be. But Conor has talked about fighting Jorge Masvidal in the past because Dana White said he wouldn't like that matchup for Conor because Masvidal is too big for him. So Conor wants to fight. Obviously, anyone wants to fight with Conor because it's a moneymaker. So I will agree with that sentiment. It's going to be Masvidal, McGregor, I'd say maybe international fight week in the summer so he I'm, said I'm june like uh in the interview he said mid to late june like that's yeah. when it's happening so that'll yeah, be so awesome probably around probably sometime in the summer around international fight week i would okay. like that i would like that oh yeah what do you guys think about kim jong-un though dead or alive i think he's probably alive i think he's alive he goes on like those benders every once in a while and then he shows back up yeah, yeah I, I couldn't even like tell a you. cockroach. <laughs> he had some type of surgery, I think, and then um, and then he went into like I guess recovery or something for like weeks, and then people just like I, like I don't even think it was the U.S. that reported it first. It was like other countries around them said they think he's dead. Yeah, yeah, I felt like there wasn't a lot of people like talking about it for it to actually be true. Like I don't I don't really watch the news that much, but I at least like. Felt like I would have heard a major news source like say something about it. It's also really, terrifying. I, like, to I talk didn't about see it. anything. Yeah, very terrifying. That's what, I try and stay away from that kind of stuff just because. Well, you want to call him out right now, Sean? No, I'm not calling anybody out. No way. No oh way. no, you're talking mad shit on. Him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Regardless of this conversation, let's just talk about sports. We'll stick. We'll start with football. The big news, I think, in football this week is Andy Dalton to the Cowboys. That's a surprise to me. I was on record to say that the Cowboys were going to draft Jalen Hurts. That obviously didn't happen. The Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. We'll get to that later. But they actually ended up taking Andy Dalton from the Bengals. He's not on a huge contract, but 
it kind of seems like they're not going to pay Dak if they're going to invest a, at least a, some significant money into a backup quarterback. Eagles aren't the only con- uh, quarterback controversy in the NFC East. No, definitely not. Andy Dalton's coming for that ass, Dak. <laughs> what do you guys think about that, though? Seriously, is Andy Dalton going to be the Cowboys quarterback at some yeah. point this season? Not unless Dak, like, dies on the field. I don't think they want Andy Dalton taking the snaps out there. Like, he might they, not. He's, a, he's a really good backup. I'll give him that. Like, they signed a really good backup to have. But I just think that's what it's for. Like, I don't think they want Andy Dalton at the helms of that offense. Dak Prescott might not die on the field, but he might die on the hill that he's trying to preach on top of to get this contract. <laughs> and that might get Andy Dalton a starting position in Dallas. All right, so I'm a little confused with what's going on with Dak. Did he sign the tag? Like, do you have to sign a franchise tag? Like, did they franchise tag him? Does he have another year left? Is he a free agent? Like, what's going on right now with I think, him? I think they franchise tagged him, didn't they? Okay. Or did they not do anything yet? I don't I think they've done it. I think he's waiting to get paid like Carson Wentz got paid. Okay. But I think he has, like, I think he can play out this year. But he's looking to get paid. In the we'll beginning, have to research of, that a little bit. The beginning sure. of this past year, he, uh, he asked for more than Carson got. Right, right. What's this, the last of his rookie – this is like the last year of his rookie deal. Is this their fifth – him and Carson's fifth year in the league? Or is this fourth? Yes, fifth. Yeah, yeah so, so then they signed his rookie extension, so that's a, like a fifth year. So then after this year, then they'd have to pay him. So he probably wants to get it done earlier. So I don't know. Yeah, they franchise tagged him this yeah. year. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking up right now, Kyle, how many years they've been in the league because I want to get this right. One, two, three. Yeah, so this will be his fifth year. Mm-hmm. So you were, that was right. NFC East is really interesting. I'm also, well, since I brought it up, let me just bring it back up again. Jalen Hurts signing. I'm going to go on a hot take here. I'm a Wentz stan, right? I love Carson Wentz. But for some reason, it just smells fishy to me. Something smells fishy about this to me. Howie Roseman alluded to passing on Russell Wilson several years ago. He didn't say it directly, but he alluded to it. And they said they might share snaps. Carson was okay with them sharing snaps. Something about this just makes it seem like Jalen Hurts is going to take over at some point if things go south with Wentz injury-wise. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, I think that's one of the reasons they drafted him is, like, just in case of an injury. But they're not going to – like, that's the – I think that's the only way that he'll see the field as a quarterback besides, like, trick plays and stuff because – you don't like that would look so bad for Howie to sign Carson to that mega deal with just last offseason and then to go draft someone to come take his spot right away. It just doesn't make sense. And, and let me explain because obviously, when I just said injury wise, of course, Jalen Hurts would be the replacement. I meant if he gets injured, Hurts is going to come in and play well. And then there's going to be a controversy on who should be the starter because Wentz inevitably gets hurt every year. That's what I was talking about. Of course, he'll be the backup. But if he comes in as that backup, I predict that he plays well. I like Hurts a lot. So I think if Hurts plays well, you're going to have a lot of people in Philadelphia being like, okay, can Wentz really just stay on the field? And then Hurts is going to get a lot of steam behind him. Yeah, I think that also has something to do with, like, the fact that people like Philadelphia fans are kind of idiots. And, like, I'm one too. But, like, they just like like the overreaction. People were like calling for Carson last year. We got off to a slow start. Like there were people saying he couldn't do anything. Like I'm not on that train. 
I'm on the health train. With it, whether it's Embiid, whether it's Wentz, I want my players to be productive. The best ability, best ability is availability, right? And if Wentz can't stay healthy, as much as I think his talent is top 10, top five, whatever you want to say in the league, if he's not on the field, just bring someone else in because I can't stand having that whole mess going on every right. season. How do we get rid of Carson Wentz? <laughs> no, no, we don't need to get rid of Carson. No. I want him to stay healthy because I think when he's healthy, he plays really, really well. I just think if he gets hurt again. Do you guys think we could get a fourth-round pick for him if we traded him right now? Yeah, easily fourth-round pick. Yeah, for are we talking about Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts right now? Carson Wentz. Yeah, of course you get fourth-rounder. Fourth I think I Definitely. I mean, is that something, like, you would want to do? Only if he gets <laughs> hurt. Only if he gets like, hurt. I'm I mean, so, I'm no, so baffled by this conversation that this is even taking oh. place right now. <laughs> All I'm saying is that if Carson Wentz – Angelo, look, I'm telling you, we should have kept Nick. That's all I'm saying, all right? That's all I'm saying. Carson Wentz has the most overblown injury hysteria of, like, any yeah, I mean, athlete of all time. He's the thing missed, I don't like, get is, like, there shouldn't be injury like questions, like, after this season because, like, it doesn't matter. It could be – Cal Ripken in the middle of a streak. If Jadavian Clowney dives on you head first into the back of your head, you're out for that game today. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody's coming back from that. I definitely think Eagles win that game against them too. The Seahawks. Yeah, well, me they too. could barely they could barely beat fucking uh what's his name on a broken uh McCown on a torn hamstring. On a torn hamstring, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Nick, like good Lewis. idea. Good idea bringing up Clowney. Because this Car Carson Wentz thing just blew out of control. Oh, but wait, I have a I have another thing to say about Hertz. It is nice now though that we have a, a backup for four years. It's going to be solid for six mil. Yeah, four years, six mm -hmm. mil total. Like that saves us so much cap space. Like that we can go sign other players with. Yeah. Um, it sucks we didn't just pick a linebacker there. Kind of like I would have much preferred just picking like that Bond kid. Apparently he's supposed to be like he could have just stepped in and been like our middle linebacker this year. But I mean I'll. If, if he does, he has gotten hurt. Uh, uh, like, they haven't been, like, there's been one crazy injury, but, like, the rest of them, it's kind of like, eh. But he has been hurt, and if you're going to need somebody to step in a few games a year, like, it's nice to have one cheap. There you go. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Yeah. All I'm going to say is if you look at Deshaun Watson, no one talks about him being, like, the super injury-prone guy that they need to look out for. He's missed, like, just as many games as Carson Wentz. Okay. I did oh, yeah, I agree. Person. I agree with you, Kyle. Yeah. I just get on the Philly guys because they're injured all the time and it drives me nuts. But All right, fellas, good stuff as always. Let's take a quick break and remind everyone that support for Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools to protect your family jewels. Fellas, we all have a time when we've nicked or cut ourselves while we're manscaping. I know what happens to me all the time. It's not funny, and that's why you need to get Manscaped, especially because they have a redesigned electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And Pat, let me tell you, guys, everybody, this is premium. And when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave if you need it, 
And the coolest feature about this thing is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. You won't have to worry about any nicks or cuts. You see everything crystal clear. And on top of that, they've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud with this intelligently designed stand that's a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to us right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this deal. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping using the code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. That's C-E-L-L-A-R-D-W-E-L-L-E-R-S. No spaces. Manscaped.com. Go get your lawnmower 3.0. You will not regret it. But let's get back to the show. Nick, you mentioned that Jadavion Clowney hit. Perfect transition unintentionally from you. <laughs> NFL rumors, according to NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com, Eagles showing interest in free agent Jadavion Clowney. How about that, boys? Ooh. Bring, uh, I'll take him. Like I still, like I still kind of hate Jadavion Clowney for what he did. But if he's going to come here, he's he's a really good football player. Right. He's going to make us that much better. So absolutely, bring him in. And I guarantee Carson Wentz will be like, yeah, he like almost killed me. His uh, he's his help contract me win Super Bowl, right? so I don't care. He's a free agent. Yeah, yes. he's a, so he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have to pay him a lot. Let me read you. I don't know if he's worth it. I got it. I got Does, it right here. I think any, his uh, price is down though. No, I got it right here. I got it right here in front of me, boys. Give me a second. At the start of free agency, they estimated his value at six years, $120 million. That's $20 million a season. It seems like Clowney hasn't gotten close to that, and he's willing to wait this process out. This is all off NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com. Now, this morning on 97.5 The Fanatic, a local radio show here in Philadelphia, they had Adam Schefter on. And this is two quotes from Adam Schefter. Quote, if his price was something the Eagles thought was fair, he's already signed. No one is all in on anybody this time of year. It's May 6th. That's quote number one. Quote number two, I wouldn't classify it right now as something real and serious. Clowney wants teams to think that there are five teams interested in him. Yeah, and if, if that's the case, I don't see how he uh... – shelling out the money for him i don't see it happening at that price tag at the 120 million price no tag? yeah i don't think he's gonna i don't think how he wants to pay guys like that i think we I have never, too many holes right really now too him. like we need to sign another linebacker we yeah. need to produce another linebacker out of thin air somehow is bradham signed yet no um it he's looks like the eagles are bringing back Vinny curry but that hasn't happened yet and they just picked up barnett's fifth year option okay so I don't know. I would I would love to see them find a linebacker somewhere. I don't yeah. know how. And they have Brandon Graham under contract until twenty twenty one, but those are expensive guys. Yeah, I know. It's just we like I don't even know who our linebacker is going to be this year. Like we let go of Grugier Hill. Um, I mean, you got Sean Bradley Adams. in the draft, and you got the kid from Colorado in the draft. Yeah, no, I think Sean Bradley is going to be able to play. Like I think Sean Bradley's ready. Yeah, I mean, Sean Bradley's tough, bro. He's, He's a tough. beast. I just all I've heard about the other kid. Um, is that he's like going to be a project kind of, and that he might not be ready for this year. So like that's nice that he's like he has like a high ceiling, 
at least he's like a freak athlete apparently, but we're going to need somebody that can step in because I'm pretty sure we have only two to three linebackers on the roster right now. Yeah, it would be nice to have a – I was going to say, it would be nice to have a veteran too and not just like be throwing out two or three rookies out there at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be like Nate Jerry and then like two rookies. Like, I I mean, we do have a good defensive line and like we let go of Malcolm, which hurts, but like our corners got better. Like Darius Slay and Nikhil Roby are good. I think Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills will be adequate at safety. Right. Just like if we can get like a solid linebacker, like I think. Come on. Kavon Wallace. Yeah, Kavon Wallace. Apparently, he can play like all over the field. Yeah, yeah. he could be like he's like uh, he's pretty big, right? He could be like a Cam Chancellor type. Yeah. I want to real quick, guys, just provide a little bit more context on Clowney before you finish this conversation. Uh, the interest in Clowney right now comes from Seattle, Cleveland, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Philadelphia. So those are the five teams scouting Jadave Young Clowney right now. Clowney has never had a double-digit sack season but he's a three-time pro bowler and still one of the most feared pass rushers in the NFL. I think Jadavian Clowney, uh, like I think he's been good, but I think a lot of people still think of that play when he was in college that uh, on the handoff. And yep. like, he kind of yeah. gets like boosted a little bit from that. Like, I'm not he's a great, like great football player, but like, I don't think he's in the same category as like the top pass rushers. No. I'd rather have a lot of guys like both. The Boses are sick. Like I'd love to have that Ngoku guy from Jacksonville over yeah. Davian Clowney. I was gonna say if like uh, Clowney costs too much, you're probably better off just trading for him anyway. Trading for whatever his name is, Yannick and go whatever. Ngoku, right here. I think that's how you pronounce. it. <laughs> I don't know. I probably butchered that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it's a tough name to pronounce. Don't don't be so hard on yourself, Nick. I'll take the time to learn it if he comes here. <laughs> Anything else in the football world you boys want to talk about? Uh, I think we've covered at least most of the things relevant to us. I need to get something off my chest that comes from another sport. It's about Rudy Gobert. (laughs) He's back in the news again. This guy cannot stay out of the news. He apparently made some obscene comment towards someone who said he he canceled the NBA. I got to look up exactly what it was because it was bad. He was streaming on like Twitch or something, and someone, yeah. someone in the chat like chirped him, and then he got he got really pissed off. It was he pulled like, a ninja, oh. right? Yeah, he said, <laughs> "Go to school, pussy," is what he said. So, come on, Rudy Gobert, can't be doing that, man. Get a grip, Rudy Gobert. Look, it just further proves that Rudy Gobert sucks, and everyone should just hate him. Yeah, we're sick of this guy. Kick him out of the league. I don't know. I don't hate that move. Oh, I love that move. I don't. You can't I like. Do I'm, that. I'm, I'm. I'm oh, so no, for athletes that, just dude. like clapping back at everyone that talks shit on them now. Yeah. Why? Just like, because like if a fan can talk shit on you, you should be able to say something back. Yeah, it's. I guess that. I guess that. The is professional true. athletes are better at their sport than any normal person is at anything they'll ever do. And then like people be like, "Dude, you're a loser." And it's like they should yeah. be able to just pick them apart. It's yeah, great. but. Being a professional athlete doesn't exempt you from being an asshole, which Rudy Gobert is. That's a good point. From oh, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I don't like Rudy Gobert, so when he does it, I'm against it. But I, in general, I like athletes clapping back. I think there's a certain line you shouldn't cross. Where like when the Sixers fan 
flipped off Russell Westbrook. Like, that was crazy. That was crazy. He's like, okay, dude, let's just don't get too into, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, it was really funny. But there's all, or if you're making racist comments, apparently people have said that in the past as well. I think Isaiah Thomas had an instance like that where he went in the stands to talk to someone. No, that wasn't racist. No, that was just the dude because he was free Wendy's. <laughs> I forget what he said. Oh, the free he was like calling him a bitch or something. The free yeah. Frosty, yeah. Okay. But that was that was a Utah. That it was, was Marcus Utah, Smart. Actually. That was Utah fans that. Got that like, one, and then out. Marcus Smart when he played at Oklahoma State, something like that. That was another one where it's like you don't cross those lines. Mm-hmm. But if it's simple, just like that guy, I don't think meant anything malicious when he hopped on the stream and said you caused the NBA to get canceled. He was just being an internet troll. And I think Rudy Gobert should just realize that instead of clapping back. Yeah, but if you're if you're Rudy Gobert, like every time you stream, you probably get that same statement like time after time after time. So he was probably just sick of it. And he's just, like, I guess that, that, that makes. Sense. I don't even think that's that bad of a thing to say. He's gonna beat that guy with a fucking baguette. Yeah, <laughs> that does make sense. Athletes should be able to defend themselves, uh, but I do think if it's like on the internet and you're an athlete, and you get it all the time, like you said, you should be able to just let it go. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I also, respond to I also believe this. I believe – I've always said this. If someone says something about you that you don't believe is true, you can just shrug it off like it's nothing. But if someone says something about you that is true and you don't want to believe it, you get really frustrated, and that's when you clap back. So I think a little bit of Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert thinks that he – caused the coronavirus spread in the NBA. Yeah, it's kind of like KD clapping back at people on Twitter like, look KD, like you already had the you already had the burner accounts come out. Everyone knows you're insecure about everything. So, right. <laughs> yeah. I've and, also heard uh th- like uh I think it was from uh somebody at Barcelona they were saying like we should just start allowing every athlete like so every player in the NBA, they get to fight one person in the arena every year. So, like, for, uh, for yeah, any reason they up. want. So, like, if somebody starts – but, like, it has to be, like, prov- like kind of, like, provoked. So, like, if a fan says something to you, you can run up. Like, if you, like, start chirping and bead, he could be up 17 rows up in the stands, like, swinging at you in a second, and, like, there's no repercussions from the league. Like, that would keep everybody honest. It'd be Nobody like the in Utah, in the palace. Mormons in Utah aren't coming out and, like, screaming the M-bomb at Russ in a playoff series if they know he could go kick their ass. It's right. not happening. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I believe like the old days when uh, – who was it Ron Artest or – Yeah, Malice yeah, of the Palace. Malice <laughs> of the Palace. He just went and they beat the crap out of some fans. That oh, yeah, that great. was great. Dude, that it would be great happened. for the NBA too. Do you know the ratings they would get on their games, just like a primetime TNT game or something? People would just – I would just tune in just like maybe this is the night. Maybe this yeah. is the night we see James Harden go up to the stands and it's just two-piece of fan. Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. It would happen a lot. Because there's uh, – so, like, the players would probably talk before the games. They'd be like, okay, this is my game. Like, I'm, <laughs> my game. <laughs> I'm fighting someone this game. Yeah, that would be a pretty cool hypothetical world that we live in. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would love to see – because, you when know – I become a billionaire, I'm buying yeah. an island, and that's the sport I'm putting on it, Eddie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eddie Alvarez, let's set that up, buddy. We'll have NBA athletes, professional athletes, fight their internet trolls on an island. That's our fight island. That was not my theory, but I like that better. So we're going to go with that. There you go. Um, Let's stick with basketball. We've been talking about it. It's a talk of the town. MJ Doc. A couple interesting things this week in the MJ Doc. Of course, you have the Isaiah Thomas debacle that's still in the news. You also have the Nike deal, 
when he signed with Nike. He wasn't supposed to sign with Nike, Michael Jordan. Who knew that? He was an Adidas guy, or he wanted to be an Adidas guy. But Mama Jordan had him sign with Nike. We had the Dream Team, Isaiah Thomas. A bunch of stuff going on this week's episode. Cool story here. Parker and I, we watched it on a roof. It was awesome. It was nice weather out. You know, we went on top of the roof, socially distant. We got a projector. We set it up into the laptop. We streamed it. We put it on the side of a building. It was wonderful. I think, and we got some pizza with it. I had a cheesesteak stromboli. It was the most enjoyable episodes of the series so far, simply because it was outside on top of the roof. Wow. I'm just watching it in my basement like a peasant. The Wi-Fi kept going in and out, so. Yeah, the Wi-Fi was going in and out, so we had to keep refreshing. It only happened maybe three times, I think, right in the couple hours that we were up there. But it was cool watching out on the roof. And I'd like, I actually liked the episodes. They started with the Kobe tribute. That was, that was nice. Kinda... I think you just described the male equivalent to a spa day. That was, <laughs> yeah. I felt so relaxed after that. I felt like a new man. Pizza, cheesesteaks, a couple mm-hmm. drinks, Michael Jordan on the projector, a nice summer day. Couldn't beat it. Couldn't beat it. But what do you guys think about the episodes this week, if you have any takes on it? Uh, I just thought the USA, like, scrimmage part was awesome. I, I want to see that, full, like, the full game. Just, like, uh, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard about that for so long now. And, like, I've seen clips and stuff on YouTube, but they kind of went into it more. And I, I just want to be able to watch that entire game. Apparently, it was like that every single practice. They just didn't have the tape and all of that. But they were all cool after, like, they go on the bus and stuff. I think Barkley came out and said that this week. So, I agree. I think that was probably my favorite part, too. The Kobe tribute was nice. It was nice to hear Kobe talk about Michael and all that. And The guy yeah. that, uh, like, hustled Michael, Mike in quarters, MJ. Yeah, he turned into the meme. Yeah. The <laughs> meme. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. It looked like a guy, like, a failed Joker audition tape. Like, <laughs> guy was, like, Joaquin Phoenix's understudy or something. That guy's, like, that guy's mullet was – out of this world. <laughs> he was gnarly. He was the takeaway from this week's. Yeah, he looked. It was him. You ever see that video of that dude? Like, he's driving in the car and he's got a water bottle. He's like, they think this water playboy. This ain't no water playboy. This that motherfucking Grey Goose, baby. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, who yeah, he yeah. looked like. He did look like him. <laughs> uh, I got to threaten. If we post that on social, I should find the clip. That was just a younger version of him. Let's transition off. A sports now because I don't think we have any more topics that we wanted to discuss this week, fellas. Unless I'm wrong, if you want to look look down at the notes that we had, I think we Tyson pretty much. Fury. Yeah, that was deba- uh, that was canceled though. Pretty much, there were rumors that there are negotiations between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury to fight. Tyson Fury came out and said, "There's bigger things to worry about right now, the coronavirus." Then boxing. Once this is all settled, we'll figure out how to entertain the fans. So maybe in a boxing match match between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury in the future, just not anytime soon. My money's on Tyson Fury, though. But anyway. Didn't Anthony Joshua get beat up by uh, Andy Ruiz? Yeah, Andy Ruiz. That was was the funniest fight I've ever watched in my life. He ended up avenging that loss and he got his belt back but he did get yeah i mean obviously but that was still insane dude that looked like i mean i don't even know that was so insane to watch yeah they look like like two different species yeah they do (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think we did cover all the sports topics this week 
This is a little bit shorter of an episode. One last thing I want to talk about, boys, is those Killer Hornet stuff. I'm not buying in that Killer Hornet stuff, dude. I don't. I don't think they're really gonna like take over the country. I mean, oh, we're I, good. We're good because they're in Washington State. If it took them this long um, to get to Washington okay. State, dude, the United States is so big. They got to get all the way across to get to us. That's, That's gonna I'm be saying. like another twenty years. That's dude, what I'm saying. I, I um I already said what I was gonna do if if this actually becomes a problem. I'm just gonna go out if it's if it's like around the time when we can get out of the house and it's like you don't have to social distance anymore, really. Then like I'm just gonna go out of the house with like a gas gun that kills them and just shoot and like if they come near me I'm just going psh, 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 I don't care. We are masters. I'll be out there with my mask on. Yep. I'm I'm not if once once we're allowed out of the house I'm out. I don't oh, care I'm not there. fucking with those things, man. <laughs> Parker and I are master exterminators. We will handle it. We've had so many little bugs and critters and rats and mice in this house over the past several years. We'll take out any creature. We will clear the hornets out of this country. So okay. quick. Apparently, I'm already... if you don't provoke them, they don't come after humans. Though. Like They're only interested in going after bees, really. Like If you go up to it and try like swat it and you miss, you brought it upon yourself. But like yeah. from what I've read, it, apparently they have like no interest in like human unless it's like defense. Okay, that's really great. Great. Right, one last thing. One last thing. Elon Musk just had a kid, and he named it some outrageous alien code. It seemed like I don't know what the hell he named it. We gotta get a translator from whatever planet Elon Musk comes from, and just have him translate the name of this baby. Parker, do you have that in front of you? The name of the, the baby translation. I think it's uh, the translation is account is comes out Windows to be something XP. like. <laughs> no. <laughs> It comes out to be like something like Archangel or something yeah, along yeah. those yeah, lines. Like Which is kind of sweet. <laughs> X A that's it's spelled X A E and then A dash twelve. But it's like the A E is like that special character. It's right. Yeah, it's yeah they're connected. It's like the E comes off the A, yeah. Yeah. According to this mag LA magazine, codebreakers have pointed out the A-12 is the designation of an airplane Lockheed built for the CIA intelligence operations in the 1960s, which seems like something Elon Musk would know about. And the internal code name for that project was Archangel. I think, um, I think Grimes, who was Elon's wife, is a succubus. Oh, if you see her, her like Twitter page, she is literally like a, a witch. Yeah, she she's is. not a normal human being. Yeah, her I mean, Elon's not a normal like human a, being either. He's an no. anime character. Yeah. Elon is an alien. Can we all agree on this? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I'm really interested in that guy, though. Anytime he talks, I have to listen. I'm all in on the Elon Musk string. Alien or not. Elon's an alien. That's it. <laughs> all right, fellas. Anything else? Oh, wait. So I saw a video of, uh, like, Japanese or, like, yeah, I think it was Japanese, like the bees in Japan, uh, killing a murder hornet or whatever they're called, the killer hornets. What oh, are yeah. they called? Mur- murder hornets. Murder yeah. hornet. So like it Is comes. That a real name. Their, yeah. That's their real name. Government name. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, they come into like the hive and they wait. They just like act like they don't see it, and then once it like grabs one of the oh, bees, yeah. they swarm it yeah. and then like they start vi- They roast it alive. That was so, crazy. The whole hive it. comes on. They top all vibrate. Of it. And they vibrate, and it gets too hot underneath, and it, it like, like turned into like a stew or something. Yeah, it's crazy. and the bees that attack the killer hornet, they can get, they can withstand a temperature two degrees warmer than the killer hornet. 
So they all vibrate and get super, super warm until the hornet's so dead. To protect yourself, you just get some bee nests and put them around your house. Yeah, that, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd attract them. them. Yeah, attract them. <laughs> like murder hornets. Yeah. I saw a video of one killing, killing a mouse. With no bees, they're not coming to your house, blood. <laughs> yeah, but then you could be doing your, your part and, you know, exterminating them. Well, they have plenty of time till they get here. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I'm terrified of, like, any kind of bees. So the idea of murderous ones, no thank you. I've been stung so many times. I'm just, I'm not scared of bees anymore. Dude, I remember I was so confused the first time I got stung by a bee when I was a kid. Like, I, like, smacked a bug, and then I was like, oh, and I, like, looked down, and it was all, like, puffy, and I was like, what? Like, I it's alarming it's yeah. it's so scary <laughs> like your first few times is frightening after that i think i don't think i've been stung by a bee since i mean i'm gonna jinx it now i'll get stung as soon as i'm allowed back outside but i don't think i've been stung by a bee since i was in like third grade yeah i don't think i've been it's been a like, while it's been a long time yeah, no, i think i'm way too smart to get stung by a bee i did in, in like soft no it was my senior year of high school i was just like chilling in the woods with my friends and we were, i was sitting on a log and like kind of kicking it and i didn't know there there must have been a hive in there so all of a sudden, like, I just felt something fly. It felt like, like, 15 miles an hour at my head. Just hit me and fall off. I swatted it then felt another one. And the next thing I know, I just feel all these things coming. And oh. we just started getting attacked. And we had to run it. We just that's ran out of the woods. I think we got stung, like, 10 times. Dude, I saw a kid. I would I never was, be in the woods again. <laughs> when I was young, I was out playing with my friends in the neighborhood. And, hey, this kid got stung right in the eye. That was scary, bro. That was scary. That's a true story. Right in the eye. His eyes swelled up all red and puffy. It was disgusting. Oh, yeah, it was nasty. Don't want to have that experience. Fuck that. But we'll be good if we're all in isolation. There'll be no bees to bother us. Good. All right, guys. I think now is a good time to wrap it up. We're on a much shorter episode this week, which is okay because the past two have been long. Again, if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, we interviewed Eddie Alvarez, former UFC champion, former Bellator world champion, and current one championship contender. It comes in around 40 minutes of that episode. So if you want to go back and check that out, you will enjoy it. That was definitely a fun one. But for this week, we are signing off. We will see you next time. Elon Musk, you are an alien. <laughs> see you, fellas. See you. See you. Love you. Peace.